This podcast explains how semiconductors and transistors work. We begin with a do-it-yourself kit for making silicon atoms. First, we combine protons and neutrons to make the atom's nucleus. The protons give it a charge of plus 14. We then add the first two electrons. They are attracted to the nucleus but repel by one another, so they spread out into a spherical cloud. To avoid one another, the next electrons spread out even further. According to quantum mechanics, they will begin to form these pointed clouds. The final four electrons are the most important. They are the ones that will bond to neighboring atoms. To get as far apart as possible, the bonding electrons form this arrangement. A second atom forms a covalent bond with the first atom. It then rotates to move its electrons as far as possible from the other electrons. We then continue this bonding and rotating to build up a crystal of silicon. Notice that some of the planes are connected by only one bond per atom. These planes can break apart to form the facets we see in crystals. What is a pure crystal of silicon good for? Not much. The electrons are so content in their bonds that they will not move around to conduct electricity. To make silicon crystals useful, we need to add an impurity atom that has five bonding electrons. When we put it into the silicon crystal, it has one bonding electron left over. The leftover electron begins to wander, but it doesn't go far because the impurity atom also has more positive charge that pulls the electron back. When we add more of these impurities, electrons begin to wander throughout this region, making it into a conductor. Let's do the same thing at the other end of the bar. Will the bar now conduct? No. The extra positive charge on the impurity atoms keeps the extra electrons at the ends of the bar. To pull electrons into the gap, we need to place a metal plate just above the crystal. We then charge it positive. The plate's positive charge can now pull the wandering electrons into the gap, and this completes the circuit. We then slip a thin layer of insulating oxide below the metal plate. This completes our MOS transistor. These voltage-controlled transistor switches make up the integrated circuits of your iPod and PC.